Looking to better balance your life and weight? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, providing you the guidance and tools to become a new version of yourself with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. Hello, everybody. It's Laura here. Hello, Dave's with her. And we hope you had a great week. We wanted to talk to you about something that we've been getting a lot of requests and questions about, and that is math versus drama. So Dave and I talk about this a lot um, at various events that we've done. Also in our Shred Mastermind, we bring it up a lot. Math versus drama is something that all of us do to ourselves, and that is that life can be pretty simple. We are, our lives are filled with circumstances and our circumstances are things that have already happened, are things that other people have said, are something that everybody would agree on, something that could be proven in a court of law. There's really no questions about it. It's a fact. It happened. It exists. And drama is all the stuff we love to add to that. So do we want to talk about maybe some examples or did you want to add? Yeah. So I think that math, um, math to me is exactly what you said. It's very neutral, very basic, very fact-based. Um, drama is where we spend 99% of our time and <laughs> our life thinking. And the bottom line is when we look at everything that we do in the shred life, it really comes down to two simple things. And if you can ask yourself this question, one of the most powerful questions you can ever ask yourself in any situation, I don't care what you do for work, I don't care what you do all day, I don't care what your hobbies are, I don't care what your issues are, I don't care what your problem is at that current moment, how serious or how innocent it is, the simple, most powerful question you can ask yourself is, is this math or is this drama? And if it's drama, just go and figure out the math, right? If you figure out the math, your problems become so much easier. If you stay in the drama, your problems are this all-encompassing issue that you'll never, ever get over. Well, and that's that's the big, um, beautiful thing about coaching, too, is that some people don't know how to get out of the drama. The drama is all that they know. They it's It's typically the only thing they remember about the circumstance, if they even remember what they were upset about in the first place. The one yeah. fact that they have no control over and cannot change because it's a fact is is what they're stewing over and creating all of this drama in their mind. Right. And if you get stuck in the drama vortex, <laughs> it, it swirls you in and it's very hard to see anything else in life. Mm-hmm. And if your emotional home becomes dramatic, which means, you know, your emotional home is where you live a lot of the time. And I know we'll talk about that in upcoming episodes too, but your emotional home, you know, we all have that aunt or uncle or that, you know, cousin or that friend or that coworker. Or even the parent. Or even the parent who's just angry. Yeah. And they're like, it's snowing. What the hell is going on? It's snowing outside. (laughs) It's December in Canada. It snows. It's okay. What's with the ice? Why is it cold? Why is my coffee not perfectly hot? Why is that guy over there doing that? And people just have this angry sense to them all the time. And we all know that person. And I know you're doing your old man voice. But That's that not my old much, man. That wasn't that my old man voice. very much be a young person as well. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. all have that stressed out where everything is said with stress with really a lot of emotion. In it. And you know what that person's emotional home is. There are some people who are very loving and everything is just about love and everything's okay. And their emotional home is love. And that's a beautiful thing. But when your emotional home gets into the dramatics of life, 
you actually end up looking at every situation through a drama filter and everything. We all know that person too, who can make any situation dramatic, like, Oh, the ice in my drink, my teeth are freezing. Why do they put ice in my drink? Just give me a straw or something. Like the littlest sample. And then it goes into like somebody threatening to sue somebody because there was a hole in the straw. I'm going to write a letter. It's just, Oh my goodness. I thought we were just having a drink. Like you could have asked for a new straw from the get go. That would have solved everything. Yeah. But now all of a sudden we're suing a restaurant. Or someone says to their friend, and, and you know, friends are great to have in life, but you have to understand that friends sometimes increase the drama in your life if they're a dramatic yes. friend, right? So you say to a friend, um, you know, oh, I haven't heard from my husband today. And they're like, really? That alone <laughs> says would, so would automatically just start creating drama in your head because you're like, well, I didn't, I didn't think that was an issue, but what did that response mean? And they're like, well, it's just... You know, all day? You haven't heard from him? That's did he was he okay when he left this morning? Or did you guys have a fight? Or and you're just and like you've I don't, gone I don't, from thinking he's just busy today yeah, to to yeah. maybe he's coming home with divorce papers. And <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. And and don't don't pretend that your mind doesn't do that to you and that oh, you're no. that purple unicorn that <laughs> never experiences any of this because I'm calling you out. That's Laura's calling people purple <laughs> unicorns before I do on a podcast. That's big. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, we have that friend who also pushes drama into us. And that's letting external sources really, um, you know, mess with our mind a little bit, right, by their reactions. So, again, the most powerful question you can come back to in any situation you're working in is, is this math or is this drama? And if it's drama, pull away and just look at the math. Because which it's is so much easier to solve a problem it that is. way. Because in math... Something plus something equals the result you're looking for. You just need to figure out what the missing part of your equation is. Yeah. You don't need to look at all the crazy drama. Right. There's no dramatic way to figure out two plus two. You have two apples and two apples. How many apples do you have, Johnny? You have four, <laughs> right? But if you say, well, Johnny, you actually have one bruised apple and one apple that looks like someone took a bite out of it. I don't know what that's about. And then, small. yeah, and then you have a smaller apple over here, and then you have one that I would say is probably it's got some pesticides on it, it's, and it's probably the stripped size in. Of my face. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, how many apples do you have, Johnny? And your head's not going. Well, there's four. Your head's going. Well, I don't. I don't want any of these apples. They're they're horrible. They're disgusting. You just describe them in a way that would not make them appetizing to me. That's not the question. The question was how many apples are there. Right, but your head's going in. Are you going to accept this? Are you not going to accept this? Is this good for me? Is it not? The math is simple. Yeah. Now, when we look at that, it's very easy to understand that math is a plan in life. Right? Math is always very, um, you know, focused. It's very easy to understand, um, and it's just a set of rules or a plan we're that you have to follow. Geometry. No. And calculus. This. No, is, no, we're talking about basic math. We don't go there, people. This is not that space. <laughs> that i have to question if you've added drama yeah yeah (laughs) calculus let's get there calculus is drama (laughs) geometry is drama math like adding subtracting maybe a little bit of division maybe but not the long division (laughs) (laughs) never got that um so math is having a plan and drama is winging it in everything you do in life so let's talk about weight loss for a minute all right so drama is i'm going to try I hope this works. Drama is, I'm just going to start watching what I eat. Like, I'm going to be good. I'm, you know, I'm not going to do any crazy diets or anything. I'm just going to start watching. Or drama can also be a diet. Because the, the definition of any diet is that it is not long-term. Mm-hmm. 
Any diet, anytime you hear a program out there that says this diet, the cookie diet, the Atkins diet, the keto diet, any of these diets is not meant, well, um, they design it hoping that you'll do it long term. But the fact of the rule of diet is that it's a short term thing because at some point you're going to crash off of it because most diets really restrict you off something that is required Mm -hmm. for you to succeed long term. Mm -hmm. When we look at things like in our shred life plans, um, we have protocols. And our protocols is just a simple, very, very simple set of two or three rules. And if you follow those rules, you will lose weight easily. Without exercising. Without exercising. Can you believe that? <laughs> now, the, and we've talked about this before, right, on the podcast about the whole no exercising. And it's true. Laura's, you know, Laura doesn't like exercise. I think that's fair to say. That is so fair to that say. That is so fair to so say. Fair. <laughs> she just is not a exercise person. I, um, while I see the benefit of exercise, I like the results of exercise. I don't enjoy the physical act of exercising because it's harmful, especially as you get older, muscles and areas of your body don't recover as fast. And when you have injuries, they last a little bit longer. So as Maybe a young... Are like- Years. years. Yeah. So when you're in the gym as like, you know, a teenager or early 20s and you're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump up my personal record. I'm going to lift higher, heavier. And you lift and your shoulder hurts the next day. It's fine. Yeah. Right. Now, when you do that and you make a mistake, like I, I attempted to play football this, this summer in a league. And in my first game of flag football. <laughs> at, like eight games in, in your first game. My first game <laughs> that I decided to go to at 33 years old. <laughs> thinking that, you know, I'm still young. I can do this. And 33 is certainly young, but I just haven't been doing that in a long time. And I went to catch a ball and I I pushed my pinky back with the ball that was in the air. And that I tore some, uh, I tore something in the bottom of my pinky and my knuckle there. And it's been sore ever since. This is going on now seven months. I've done physio on my pinky. I've seen two <laughs> doctors about my pinky. And I'm just telling you, it just doesn't recover like it used to. Right. And the math is I hurt my pinky and it's going to be it's something I have to watch from now on. You need to adjust. Yeah. yeah. The drama is, oh, my God, I'm so old and my pinky and I can't play football anymore. And I can't do it. That's all drama. Yeah. Dropping that. The math is I just hurt my pinky and I have to be a little more careful. Same with the shoulders and that. So when we talk about exercise, a lot of people get two points in their life when maybe exercise isn't something, one, they desire to do. And two, we're the first probably people that I've heard out there in this industry telling you honestly, you actually don't need to exercise to get the results you want out of weight loss. If you just look at the math of weight loss, right? How many calories go into your body and how many calories go out? How many units of energy come into your body? How many units of energy come out? If you monitor it properly with the right foods and the right combinations and eat properly and fix your metabolism to work the way it's intended to work, then weight loss becomes a very easy mass situation. Well, and I think we should explain too why we aren't promoting or or telling people they have to do, they have to exercise because we really don't care if you do exercise. That's great. If you're into that, go for it. And we have exercise when we do protocols with people in our mastermind group. One of the first questions is your sweat protocol. What do you want to do for sweat? Do you want to walk a couple times a week? Do you want to do nothing? Do you just want to be active in your day? We're saying you still have to be active. Like you don't like exercise, Laura, but you are very I active in your days. Say, I'm chasing after three kids and three dogs and I'm taking lucky care of a, I, a house. Yeah, I'm lucky if I get to sit still. Yeah. But here is where the exercise and drama meet is that so many people seem to think that because they just did a class or because they just did a workout, that means they've burned a ton of calories and that means that they are going to get hungry. 
And so they need to feed themselves more because they exercise more. Do you see how that is not lining up? But we've been conditioned to believe that if you're burning those calories, it means you need to put on more calories, good calories, but so that you can burn more in the gym and and keep your energy levels high and keep functioning. Or maybe you could just continue to lose the meals that you already have on your body. You're not you're not trying to lose weight because you don't overeat. Right. That's that's 99% of the time why you're overweight. And if you think about um, what you need to lose, it's the extra meals that are already on your body. So you can work out, certainly, but it's not something we pressure you to do. We actually just um, fast is what we do. Yeah. Now, let's, let's just talk about for a second the meals on your body because that's an interesting point that, you know, you and I talk about, we talk about mastermind. Um, but I want people to be clear on what that means because there's math and drama there. Drama is people are saying, what are you saying? I have excess fat in my body. Yes, we are. If you're looking to lose weight, if you're there looking is, to lose weight because there is something unhappy. on your body you want to yeah. get rid of. And so I want people to understand what meals in your body means. Um, meals in your body is simply, look, it takes 3,500 calories to lose a pound. Right, a 3,500 calorie deficit to lose a pound. You have to reduce 3,500 calories. We're not asking you to do that by actually not eating those calories. What we're saying is how much can you train your body to replenish off the calories that already exist in your body in fat stores, mm-hmm. right? And so if you look at that, say the average meal is 500 calories, yeah, the, average, think... the average healthy um, intake of food yeah. is around 500 calories. The average meal out there I think is it somewhere just... around... 14 to 1700 calories in North America right now, which is part of the problem, right? Um, But if you look at that, that means that for every pound that you want to lose, every pound you want to lose, say you want to lose 10 pounds, for every pound of that 10 pounds you want to lose, you actually have seven meals on your body that you don't have to eat because you have that excess weight on your body. So by being very careful and looking at the math of things, I know that when I work out, if I do work out or I go do a workout, I don't need to eat because I'm going to pass out after. That's drama. I don't need to eat because I'm so exhausted. That's drama. That's not neutral. That's not something that everybody would agree on. That's not a circumstance. That's a thought, right? And so the number one question I get at the gym all the time is, what do you suggest I eat before the workout? What do you suggest I eat after the workout? What do you, how long do you think I should wait until I eat after the workout? What's the urgency? Mm-hmm. What are you worried about? You just came here and you took, it's like having a huge mess of Christmas lights, right? We're just going through Christmas yeah. light, putting them away. You have a huge mess of Christmas lights, a huge ball. You spent hours untangling it and then you just wrap it back up in a ball. Why would you do that? You did all the work to straighten it out to fix a situation and you just make it worse again. So It's like all of a sudden, everybody turns into a bodybuilder when they're going to the gym. And everybody is like, all right, what kind of powders do I need? What do I need? What kind of shakes do I need to start making? Show me your best protein bars. Um, You know, and and I need to have six of those, right? Because I just just lifted some weights and I went on a treadmill. No. No, you don't. I will tell you how honest and real we are, even at our own gym that we own. Um, I bought a... At one point, I decided I had the bodybuilder mentality because I was going into the gym and I was working hard that January. And I went out and I bought cases of protein powder, right? I think I ended up with about 
10 jars of protein. We had a pantry dedicated. To well, no, no, at the, at the gym. Oh, okay. Let's not get into the <laughs> drama of get, the pantry yeah, at home. Let's not get into home. <laughs> I had a lot of products. They're still there. <laughs> because I realized they're not. I, I was dramatic one day, and then I did math and figured out that was not smart. But no, we bought a bunch of protein at the gym to sell. And the funny thing is, products don't just sell. I think we all know that. You just don't put something on the shelf and it moves, right? You actively have to sell a product, especially in a gym. You have to tell people it's good. You have to remind them a few times and then they'll buy it. Every jar of protein that we bought a year ago is still sitting there. Yes. Because I don't actively sell it. Why don't I actively sell it? Because no one in that gym really needs it. People who come to our gym, these are average people looking to improve themselves a little bit. They come to our gym to find a judgment-free, happy zone where someone is figuring out the workout for them and they get to do a cool class and they get to see their friends because it's like their third home. They make friends and and they come out and do it. They're part of a a supportive community. They don't need protein. Nobody, nobody in North America suffers and nobody, you know, anywhere suffers from a lack of protein in their diet. If you're eating a regular diet, you're not suffering from a lack of protein. But yet every diet tells you about protein, right? There's math and there's drama. The math is no one's suffering from protein. The drama is, oh, I got to watch my protein. How much ounces of protein are you getting? How much of my body weight is supposed to be protein? And, you know, how many eggs should I eat in the morning? How many chicken breasts should I have? And how should I do that? And isn't steak better or whatever? No. I'll be the, the honest, raw truth is you. We went eight months without eating any meat. And we did not suffer from a lack of protein. Protein no, is everywhere, it right? Is, yeah. But it's math versus drama. Drama is how people sell to you. I, I want to be say, clear. And, and let's, let's, I, I don't want people to think that the reason that everybody believes we need all these things is because it's how we've been conditioned. It's the drama. Yeah, it's how we've been marketed to. It's what we've been told um, as soon as you enter a gym because guess what? They make sales. When, when yeah. you feel like you need to have 40 protein bars this week and you know you got to go through a tub of protein powder in one week, no, it's but they're going to make a ton of money off of you. This is, you're just adding all these things to your body that are going to basically help you bulk. Right. And that is not what you went into that gym for. It was to lose weight. Right. And so math, you know, you look at drama. Drama is the only reason you buy things at 3 a.m. on an infomercial. Drama is the only reason you order something on the shopping network. Drama is the only reason that you impulse buy. It's all drama. If you really did the math on any of those situations, you wouldn't have that Stairmaster in your basement that you dry clothes on. You wouldn't have that cream that is supposed to make you look 10 years younger. You wouldn't have any of those things that you've ordered that you knew were a mistake. If you did the math about it in reality, you were, you got into drama. Right. Yeah. And at that point now, not saying that drama will never exist in your life. That's impossible. As coaches, we go through this all the time and drama creeps up every time. The key is understanding when to ask that question. Is this math or is this drama? Mm-hmm. And so, you and, know, and being willing to admit that something is drama. Oh, it's OK to experience drama yeah. in life. There's nothing wrong with that. When you're losing weight, let me tell you something. Drama is going to come up a lot. Yeah. But if you have a plan and you have support and you have a coach, drama is easily dealt with. Because you have a very simple set of rules. You have your mindset right. Look, we're not, we don't try to sell our mastermind program actively as this you know, quick fix or this, you know, it's going to completely change your life. Here's the result you're going to get. Our mastermind program is simple. We have nothing to hide in about it. We give you a simple set of rules and a protocol that is customized towards you and you alone. 
You then enter the community of Mastermind. You get access to coaching and support 24-7 for the entire month through an entire year where we work on a curriculum that helps you master your mind because nobody has a weight problem. People have problems. And the drama of those problems create weight gain because we seek comfort. And so if we can solve your problems, we can solve your weight. And that's exactly how we do it. So we don't go out there. We're not trying to sell this because of that. The Shred Life, this is why we do all the content for free. We do the podcast for free. We do the blog for free. We have a cool freebie we're going to talk about at the end of this. Our freebie is incredible. We give it to you guys because go and try this stuff. It's not rocket science. It's just if you need more support, we have that other level of support. And those who are dedicated get it. And and that's where you can get the help with your drama and sorting out your drama. And the more that you sort out your drama, well, one, recognize that it's drama, not math, and then get help with sorting out your drama, it's a game changer. It does change your life. I know you said we're not trying to sell some life-changing program, but it is going to change your life in its own way if you allow it. I was talking about someone, about Mastermind with someone the other day, and they were saying, so Mastermind's like a drama-free zone. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Mastermind is like like the, you know, if you've seen Ghostbusters, you know the trap they throw out where the ghosts come in, right? (laughs) Mastermind is essentially that trap for drama. And so we experience so much drama in Mastermind. The difference is we learn how to deal with it very quickly and people bring it up and we show them how to deal with it. Our Mastermind uh, members and Laura and I, we talk about drama all the time in Mastermind, but we give the example on how we switch it over to math. And then that completely changes your outlook on every situation. There's so many aha moments. But even without weight loss, remember, while we talk about weight loss a lot, and that's what the Shred Life uh, primarily focuses on, you can take any problem in the world and you can just pull out weight loss, insert that problem, and it is exactly the same tools, mm-hmm. tricks, and tips to get through it, whether it's relationship, career, um, you know, financial, whatever it be. So when we really look at that, you know, let's talk about kids for a second. Kids' routines in the morning. This used to be a major stress for you and I. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So... Um, our biggest stress in the morning would actually be with our middle son who has um, several learning disabilities, but one of them is auditory processing disorder. And that is where you can say something to him 10 times and he literally has not gotten it. Like it's, it's gone in one ear, but it's essentially just gone right back out the other. His brain has not processed it yet. You have to have him in a zone. You have to have him so focused. You can't have background noise. So before we got that formal diagnosis, our mornings were so rough because we would ask him to put his coat on 800 times. You could already hear the drama coming through <laughs> her voice, right? I'm just, just clarified. It was just, it made for such a long morning. And I still remember Dave saying to me one day, because I was almost in tears by the time I got him out the door, and I just said, I just don't understand why he doesn't listen to me. And Dave said, well, what are you making it mean? And I was like, I'm just worried that we're raising a, a child who is disrespectful and doesn't think that he needs to listen to me and, you know, is ignoring me. Drama. And all, drama. All of these things. Drama. Oh, I made it mean so many things. So many things. I was worried what he'd be like as an adult and, you know, how he gets along at school. And, oh, I made it mean so many things. And... So I can thankfully say that actually before we got his formal diagnosis and Dave, you know, was talking to me about that, that was a game changer because he said, do you really think he's a bad kid? Do you really think he doesn't respect you? Do you really think that he chooses to ignore you? Or do you think that he just doesn't want to get his coat on? Yeah. 
Do you think that maybe mornings suck? Do you think maybe, you know, every morning, like there's nothing different on a morning of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. They all have the same steps they need to do. They all have the same end goal, which is get out the door on time. So if I know the steps and I'm just standing there getting frustrated because he's not doing it and he's not doing everything that I've asked him to do, how can I make this easier for myself? How about something as simple as, let me help you get your coat on? Yeah, you could stand there for five minutes and tell him three times to get his coat on. And you know, we now know, it's just not processing properly the first few times. And it's not that he's ignoring us. But when we stand there and make something mean something and then say it again, knowing what we think it's going to mean and and understanding what the reaction will probably be. And then we say it again and then we say it again. We start getting angrier with it. Mm -hmm. And then either one of two things are going to happen. They're just going to do it and you're just going to be angry about it after five times of saying something. Or they're actually going to have the reaction that you thought they were having originally because your tone of voice has changed and the way you're reacting to them now is creating this struggle back and forth. Well, and even bigger, the thing that that really affected me was when I realized that I am now so frustrated. He's out the door, but now I'm frustrated and I'm going to be in this bad mood today. But he's also left feeling that I'm angry at him and also feeling frustrated with himself because he doesn't get angry back. He puts it all on himself. So then he's going to have a down day. And his last memory of me for that morning is that I'm angry with him. So how does that make him feel on his walk home from school? And I've just created such a dramatic day for everybody because I created drama out of simple math, which was these are our steps for getting ready in the morning. Maybe I should ask him if he needs help instead of yelling my my expectation at him. Yeah. On a high level overview, there's like three or four steps you need to do in the morning. They need to wake up. They need to get ready. And they need to get at the door. Right? Three simple things that have to happen. Everything else within that is complete drama. Right? Everything you make it mean, everything they're doing, everything this. If you just followed the plan of getting up, right? Brushing my teeth, putting my clothes on, and um, grabbing my lunch, grabbing my book bag, getting out the door after breakfast, then it's simple. But all that stuff that comes up is drama. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're seeing that pattern. We know what it's about. We know that math is neutral. Math is a circumstance. Math is stuff that everyone in the world would agree on. Two plus two equals four. Everyone agrees on that. No one thinks that two plus two does not equal four, right? That standard. There's a reason math is a universal language because everyone in the world agrees on that. Mm -hmm. That's a circumstance. Everything else is a thought. And you'll understand more the power of that thought when we get into the model, which I know is coming up on a a podcast soon too. Um, But just to understand that the circumstance is the math, the thought is the drama, and then your thought actually creates your feelings, your feelings create your actions, and your actions create your results. And that essentially is the model that we're going to go through and, and educate you guys on a little bit more. But if you create drama in your thoughts, what kind of feelings are you going to have? What kind of actions are you going to take in life? And what kind of results are you going to end up with in life? If it's, it's drama, drama, it's typically not great. It's nowhere near great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one created a good life out of drama Too because true. that person will tell you even in that drama, even if they seem happy, even if they seem joyful, if they're living in drama, 
they're not living their best life. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing about the shred life is live your best life. Exactly. What's your passion? What's your purpose? Deliver that to yourself. You deserve to be on this earth and living the life that was meant to be with your passion, your purpose, and your skill. When your passion and your skill meet, you're on fire. And when that happens, you can change the world. In one small way, whatever it is, you can change the world somehow. And that's what you owe this world to do. It's not, you don't owe the world to go in and fax your papers and check your emails and go home. So for some people, that's their destiny and that's what they want to do. That's great. But I know there's something more hidden in there that they could find. And the Shred Life is about shredding the stuff you don't want in your life. Whether that be people, whether that be weight, whether that be... uh excess alcohol, whether that be spending too much money, whether that be a job you don't like, shred the stuff that's holding you back. Shred the stuff that is holding you down in life and start living the life you deserve to live. And the only way, the easiest way to do that is ask yourself that powerful question. Is this math or is this drama? And so as you go through this next week, Ask yourself that as things come up, because things always come up. Like a hundred times a day. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're asking yourself once this week, we got to talk, because I, I don't think you're figuring this out. So, But um, also, we wanted to talk to you about our freebie. Yeah. So on our, on our freebie, um, we said that this is a pull the car over, stop what you're doing, get it now, um, because it's incredible. Guys, we started off uh, the Shred programs with a six-week shred program. That's how we started this whole thing. We did six-week shreds. Uh, We sold them for like $200 for six weeks, which was a bargain at that point. And what we've decided to do is actually take a full six-week program and give it to you for nothing. We're going to give away a six-week program. Here's a couple of reasons why. One, it's going to benefit you huge, and we believe in benefiting you and delivering you value because you're taking your time to listen to us and be part of this community, so we want to give back to you. Six-week shred program, completely yours for free. All you have to do is go to the website, shredlife.com, and opt in, put your email address in, join our list so you get all kinds of cool news and things like that. We don't sell your email. We don't do any of that. It's just for shred life purposes. And you're going to get the uh, complete six-week shred guide sent to you by email. It's a beautiful guide. has everything it talks about. Um, proteins, it talks about fats, it talks about carbs, fruits, and vegetables. It gives you the recipes, it gives you the full plan, what you eat, when you eat, how you eat it, and the recipes to make it. And these are not difficult recipes, guys. We are not huge kitchen people. If I can cook it, you can cook it. Yeah, we look for like five ingredients or less and like 15 to 20 minutes or less of work. And that's it. So it's an amazing freebie, guys. And you guys can go get it now just by putting your email address in uh, at the shredlife.com and grab it. But the other reason we do this is because um, we know in six weeks you completely change your life. And if we can help you do that within six weeks, then we know we're going to engage you in more stuff that we have coming. We know that you guys are going to be more interested in some of the, um, you know, our blogs and our podcasts and things like that. We want to deliver value to you ahead of anything. That's, yeah. that's our number one goal. Yeah. So that's what the value is that we want to offer you guys. We encourage you to go to the site now, shredlife.com, and get it. If there are other things that you guys would love to hear from us on podcasts and upcoming podcasts, we know we drop a lot of hints about upcoming podcasts. If there's ones that really sound interesting to you or ones that you just can't wait for or you really want to hear now, um, just email us, info at theshredlife.com, and uh, tell us what show ideas you have or what you would like to hear more about. Or if there's something personal Laura and I have shared a little tidbit of and you would love to know more about that story, we'd love to talk about it. 
Um, we're looking for ideas for upcoming episodes as well. So it's always helpful to know what you guys are looking for. Um, but we are excited to keep bringing this to you every week on Tuesdays. All right. Well, thank you everybody so much. And we hope you have a great week. We hope you have a week full of math, full of equations, full of neutrality. And no and drama. Not, and no <laughs> drama. Save the drama for your mama, people. That's it from us. You have a great week. I'm Dave. I'm Laura. See you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Shred Life Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit theshredlife.com, on Instagram at the underscore shred underscore life underscore, and facebook.com slash shredmastermindlife. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time on the Shred Life Podcast.